Hi, my name's Sasha. And I'm Ansley, and this is The Daily Fish. Today we'll be discussing the murders of the serial killer, Albert Fish. <laughs> On May 19th of 1870, Albert Fish was born in Washington, D.C. His family had a long history of mental illness. His uncle was diagnosed with mania, his brother was sent to a mental institution, his sister was diagnosed with mental affliction, and his mother had visual hallucination. It is said that three other relatives of his were also diagnosed with mental illness. At a young age, his parents abandoned him, and he was sent to an orphanage. In Fish's memory, he said he was exposed to regular beatings and sadistic acts of brutality. It was said that he began to look forward to the abuse because it brought him pleasure. His widowed mother actually took him out of the orphanage in the 1880s, but his life wasn't any better. He didn't have any formal education and eventually began a friendship with a young boy who introduced him to eating feces and drinking urine. Of course this kid is going to have trouble. Like, yeah, like-, like his whole family has mental illnesses and they abandoned him. Yeah, like, how is that fair? And then when his mom finally came to pick him back up, he, like, went home and he, like, met this kid. And that kid is the one that introduced him to, like, drinking pee and eating poop. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I know. It's literally so, like. Imagine you just meet a kid and they're like, you know what we should do? Drink (laughs) pee. Yes, exactly. Like, what (laughs) the heck? (laughs) Cracking open a cold one with the boys on a Saturday night. Exactly. (laughs) Cracking up a cold one. It's a warm one, though. A warm one, really. Ew, that's so (laughs) gross. Oh, that's bad. Albert Fish was said to have molested and abused over 400 children. But two cases that are the most popular are the Grace Budd case of 1928 and the Bill Gaffney case of 1927. The Grace Budd case of 1928 is when Albert Fish hired Edward Budd to work $15 a week under the name of Frank Howard. Fish acted kindly towards the Budd's children. He acted as a grandfather of sorts. Eventually, he explained that he had to go to his sister's house for a child's birthday party and requested that he bring one of the daughters, Grace Budd, with him. Her parents agreed since Albert acted so kindly, but she was never seen again. Six years after Grace Budd disappeared, Mrs. Budd received a very ominous letter detailing her death. In the letter, it said that Grace was taken to an empty house in New York where she was stripped of her clothes, strangled to death, cut into pieces, and eaten. The letter was ultimately what gave Albert Fish away as the handwriting matched his and another letter traced back to where he was currently living. His trial lasted for 10 days on January 16, 1936. He was executed by electric chair. It's very random. Like, even if you work for somebody, like, for at 15, that, wow, that very rich $15 a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I wouldn't trust my daughter to just go. And the fact that, like, they had multiple children, but he specifically asked for grace, and then he just took her and left, like, like if you're That's gonna like so take, right? Like if you're gonna take a like kids, you might as well just take all of them. Like if you're actually gonna have like good intentions, you usually would be like, oh, can I take your kids for a day? Like I'll hang out with them. But he like specifically asked for Grace. Like that's just so odd. Why would her parents even be like, yeah, sure, let's give him give her to this creepy old man? It's weird too, because it's like, why did he need to bring a child to this party? Like why 
Exactly. It's like it says it, was, it was at his sister's house for a child's birthday party, but like, why would he have to bring his own child? Like, it's not <laughs> yeah. like bring your own <laughs> it's child not like birthday a party. party. Exactly. Like, bring your own child. <laughs> Byoc. <laughs> like, I just. Why would you think you need to bring a child? Why would he go though if it's a random kid's birthday party at his sister's house? Exactly. Like, maybe this is like I have no clue. I'm just. I don't understand why the parents would be okay with that. And then the fact that, like, six years after she disappeared, like, he went back and he was like, oh. Yeah, he was, like, really patient on that. He, like, to stick out six years and still write the letter about it. Exactly. Like, that's so odd. Like, why would you just, like, after six years, you're going to send them a letter? That's just so, so weird. And the fact that he, like, detailed it, too, like, that's Oh, yeah, that's really awful. Creepy. Imagine, like, reading that. Like, you're like, oh, let me just go check the mail on a Sunday morning. And that's like, so creepy. That. Especially because, like, I'm sure at that point in time, they had, like, accepted their daughter's death. And yeah, exactly. on as much as they could, at least. And now they get this letter, like, detailing exactly how she died. Like, yeah, that's, that's terrible. That is actually awful. Billy Gaffney case in 1927 is when a four-year-old boy named Billy Gaffney, playing with his neighbor who was also named Billy, disappeared and the three-year-old Billy stated that the boogeyman took Billy Gaffney. The police didn't take the statement seriously and ignored it. Shortly after the disappearance of Billy Gaffney, another little boy also disappeared. Eight-year-old Francis McDonald was playing on the porch with his mother when a gray-haired old man walked down the street muttering something to himself. The mother noticed the awkward demeanor but did not say anything. Later that day, Francis disappeared while playing in the park with his friends. His friends reported seeing him walk into the woods with an elderly gray-haired man. When his family noticed he was missing, they organized a search and later found Francis under some branches in the woods, badly beaten and strangled with his suspenders. There's two boys named Billy. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Two boys named Billy, double the Billy, Billy squared. Yes. Um, one of them goes missing. The other Billy's like, hey, kind of saw Slenderman. And then the police didn't believe him. I mean, I understand why the police might not believe him. I guess. Like, it's like, yeah, it's a child telling him. But also when you have a child missing and another child is like, oh, like I saw Slenderman. Wouldn't you think to like ask them to at least describe it? Because that could be like a person and a child just true. thought it was Slenderman because it's a child. And that's what they think. That is very, very true. But this is also, like, 1927. So yeah, like, they needed better investigation tactics back then. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then that was, like, there was also that other kid that went missing, like, right after, which is Francis McDonald. And, like, he was literally just, like, on his porch, chilling, and then he went to the park. And they literally saw the man before. Like, his mom saw him. So, like, I don't know. I just think it's, like, so awful when... They could have caught the other guy so easily if they just paid attention in the first case. And then it happens again. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But they never confirmed that Fish took the other kid, right? They didn't. But they could have at least listened to the description, like you said. And yeah. then they could have maybe had, like, a chance of building, like, a criminal profile. But they didn't even listen. And then it happened again. And then, like, you know what I mean? And then, like, yeah. since the mom saw the guy, too, and the kid, like, his friend saw him at the park. Like, it was more real. I guess, like, they, I understand, but at the same time, it's just sad because, like, they could have caught him in the beginning. Oh, here's my question, though. I just thought about this. Why did they, after, like, Grace disappeared, why did they never go find him? Like, he was the last person she was seen with 
Why wouldn't they go after <gasps> him? Right that is away? so true. Like, why'd they wait six years just to get a letter and wait then they second. connected it to him? Like, he literally was the last. He literally took yeah, to wait, a birthday yeah. party and they didn't, <laughs> like, think it was him. So freaking true. Wait, I never even thought about that. Wait, why didn't they? What if I they were, ha- like, plotting with him? Oh, my God. Wait, stop. Like, what if the whole like, family was in on it? Because that's so, like, why would that you That is so true. Not, like suspect the guy who literally took your daughter yeah and they didn't even like say any like i haven't read any other reports about them like like the only reason they caught him was because of that letter not because of anything like they that's so weird oh wait no 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 no. i understand now i remember they told he told him that his name was frank howard but they still knew who he was. Yeah, but he probably, like, disappeared after. You know what I mean? Like, maybe. I don't know. I haven't, like, seen anything about that. That's very weird. Because yeah, they could have easily caught him. Exactly. Like, they have the description. They know, like, at least his fake name. And if the guy was working for him, doesn't that mean he would have to go to his location? That is so, so true. So Yeah, like, he, like, worked at his house. <gasps> That's a, Yeah, definitely. That is a whole family <laughs> conspiracy right there. You cracked the case. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They all conspired. Here is where the two stories tie in. The manhunt for the gray man began, but despite any efforts, he vanished. The letter was that was received by the Bud family was investigated and found to contain an emblem of the New York Private Chauffeur Benevolent Association, the NYPCBA. All of the members were required to obtain a handwriting test for comparison to the letters from Howard. A janitor came forward and admitted that he had taken some of the sheets of paper and left them in his old rooming house. The landlady was able to confirm that an old man matching the description had lived there for two months before and just checked out a few days earlier. The former tenant was identified as Albert H. Fish. The landlady also mentioned that he wanted her to hold a letter that would be arriving from his son. Detectives intercepted the letter at the post office and were contacted by the landlady that he would be coming to get his letter. The lead detective was able to capture Mr. Fish. I don't know. It was just like such a dumb way to get caught. It is you like because they went through all these loopholes when all the date, like the evidence, was right in front of them, and they had to go through like six people to finally find like the tenant that lived in that building. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Also, and then he, why would you like use a letter or envelope or whatever with? an emblem on it exactly like and he seems so calculated with all of his moves so it's like difficult to like understand why he was put up there maybe he wanted to get caught because that's like what happens with a lot of serial killers they just want to get caught yeah in maybe the like way. after six years of sitting on it he was like yeah oh was, like, guilty let's, or... yeah let's just like play a game and get it over with yeah and it and said then... he confessed to like hundreds of murders yeah but yeah. only was found guilty of the two yeah, which is so, so crazy. Like, you're going to go through all of this, wait six years on it, and then end up just confessing to 100 anyways. Yeah, it's... And he was suspected for over 400, like, oh mo- molestations gosh. and not killings, but, like, abusing children and stuff. Like, he was suspected of that, but he only 
confessed to 100 but was only found guilty of two which i don't understand either because if he confessed to 100 yeah why was he only like found guilty of these two specific cases i mean i guess if that's all they needed to like sentence him to death but i still like would want to know that oh like this guy was guilty of it or something like that you know exactly and like even in the other case with bill gaffney and there was like two kids in that case so first it was billy and then it was francis they didn't even find him guilty of francis's they only found him guilty of billy's so they just like completely forgot about francis's case maybe they just didn't feel like because you have to like build the, the whole case and like find all the evidence and actually like like maybe they didn't want to do all that because they knew the two was enough to like you know sentence him to death and then yeah, they but... felt like it was all avenged anyways albert fish ended up confessing to around 100 murders but was only found guilty of these two billy gaffney and grace bud now for a little commercial break we would like to thank our sponsors, serial killer albertfish.weebly.com, crimemuseum.org, albertfishcodyboshis.weebly.com, thoughtco.com, and thefamouspeople.com for helping us gather our info today. We couldn't do it without you, sponsors. Now back to the podcast. In all of his cases, Albert Fish targeted young children. His modus operandi, or MO, in both cases that he was found guilty for, Fish cut up his victims and ate them in some form. His MO is so gross. Cutting them up and eating them? Yeah, Yeah, and, like, he also apparently, like, would feed it to his children sometimes. He had children? Yeah, he had children. He had four children. And they lived? (laughs) He's out here murdering children and eating them, and he had four of his own. Yeah, like basically. Did his children (laughs) know he was eating kids? well probably not he said that like it said that he like first started by eating raw meat and then he would like also make his children eat raw meat and then he slowly started eating people and like yeah it's actually gross like i can't even think about like chopping someone up first of all and then cooking them and potentially feeding it to other people like keep that stuff to yourself i do not imagine like asking your friend what their dad does and they're like he eats people no. <laughs> and like you know those kids like imagine being related to francis because those kids probably procreated you know oh what I my mean? god <laughs> they're like yeah just like related to a serial killer that also had a huge like line of mental illness like you're right like, like his are whole family mental. having a mental so i wonder if his yeah. kids had it too and maybe they probably did they just like they didn't even did. know what he was doing was wrong yeah with an effed up dad like that definitely. oh for real The criminal profile used in Albert Fish's case was a white male who was small, quiet, and unassuming. One person to blend in with the crowd and not stand out. He believed to be having a religious complex where higher power would guide him to the right people to murder. Especially because back then, I I feel like in the 1920s, people were very much, like, more racist in general Mm -hmm. and sexist. So, like white male kind of had the highest rank in society so obviously people yeah. aren't gonna automatically be like oh like you've murdered a bunch of people yeah exactly so it's like and that's like everybody. yeah 
Yeah, and that's, like, with the, this entire case, right? Because, like, everything back then was, like, super very loose ends, nothing really tied together very well. And that's probably why it took so long to catch him as well. Because even though they had this very loose criminal profile, white male who does not stand out isn't, isn't too, too, like, you know, straightforward. Especially when they say doesn't stand out. Like, jeez. Yep. <laughs> I mean, just... Yeah, like, what does that mean? I mean, there's what find the criteria he met to be classified as a serial killer was that he had a cooling off period, killed multiple people, and this all of his murders happened over a period of time. He says you have to have like three or more, and he was technically only like found guilty of two. But considering oh, that he confessed true. to a hundred, yeah, and yeah. with the that cooling is- off period too, that's like the biggest thing. Is yeah, he, there was time between the murders like he didn't do them all in like one day oh that's true that's true so but yeah i think that's interesting that he was only found guilty of two but he's still considered a serial killer i think it's be- probably because he confessed to something but yeah, like- there wasn't any formal psychological tested completed on albert fish but many psychologists have examined his patterns and mental moves they came to a consensus that he suffered from psychosis albert fish said If it wasn't right, then an angel would stop me at the last moment. This proved that he personally suffered from paranoid psychosis with a religious complex. Oh, so he just thinks, like, he shouldn't murder someone. He he should murder anybody unless an angel stops him. What does he think he is? Like, the Virgin Mary? (laughs) Yeah, he's a little angel and devil on his shoulder. Oh, yeah, like the little cartoons. (laughs) Like little Albert fishes that are just... (laughs) No, they're just actual fish. And yep, like exactly. Murder, They're fishes. You should murder them. Exactly. Should I? But the right. angel like doesn't. The angel's fish doesn't say anything. It just sits there. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yes, I should. Yes, I should. Exactly. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I'm so and I'm Ansley. Join us for more on the Daily Fish. Bye. Bye. <laughs>